Hey guys, it's Layla from Pop Shakes. Naturally, when talking about a show that's been on for quite a while, spoilers are bound to come up, especially since we have some Riverdale experts among our hosts and guests. That said, if you want to be surprised by what Riverdale has to offer and only focus on your personal progress with the show, maybe wait a little before listening to us. But if you want some great insight on how future episodes are built based on previous ones, then keep on listening. Along with this, Riverdale deals with topics that can be triggering, such as sexual assault, homophobia, and self-harm. So please keep that in mind when listening to our podcast, as we mention these topics when talking about the plot quite often. Thank you so much for listening, and enjoy the episode. Hey guys, Sonia here with just a quick little note before we get into this week's episode. Um, Jordan, who was on a couple weeks ago, has released her episode of her podcast, which is Back of the Class, that we were a part of where we talk about deontology. It is season five premiere, and we had a really, really great time recording it. So if you want to head on over to Back of the Class, you can find it anywhere where uh, you can find our podcast. Give it a listen, but listen to our episode before you listen to hers. Um, Yeah, enjoy this week's episode. Riverdale must do better. But what is Riverdale? The very soul of Riverdale. When the truth gets too ugly in Riverdale. And I'm Layla. And welcome to Pops Shakes. A Riverdale podcast where Riverdale fans and not fans and everyone alike come together and talk about the show Riverdale. And today we are joined by the stinkiest, the dinkiest, <laughs> the winkiest man to have ever existed. Who also stinky, happens, winky, and dinky. That's a lot. Stinky, winky, and dinky. It's a, the whole combo. Um, who also mm-hmm. happens to be my boyfriend, Andrew. Woo! Second Hello. boyfriend of the podcast. I was told I was coming on as a distinguished guest, but that introduction makes me think otherwise. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, distinguished in a certain yeah. way, clearly. Yeah. Clearly. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, Andrew, thank you for joining us today. Um, I guess a good way to get started. Um, you have to tell us a bit about yourself, a bit about your knowledge, your feelings on Riverdale, yes. your your stance on the Rivel meter, even. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean. I'm one of those classic viewers who started watching Riverdale when it started airing. I think I made it through the first season, bit of the second season, and then, like everyone, like realized it was a shit show and stopped watching. Whereas I imagine the rest of you realized it was a shit show and then continued to watch because of how awful it was. Uh, but I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't force myself to do it. So my knowledge mm-hmm. is very basic. The only episode I've seen in the last three years is this episode. Um, mm. But it was quite enjoyable. I definitely liked it. Um, mm-hmm. so definitely like a noob on the river meter. I don't know if that's one of the terms, but There's... <laughs> that's what you can call me. Noob be like below beginner. Yeah. Yeah. Noob would uh, be yeah. a subcategory <laughs> in beginner. Fucking noob. Yeah. yeah that's, noob. call me that. That's good. Yes. 
Um, well, thank you for joining us today, Andrew. You've been, I've been yeah. hyping this up for you Excited for a while. Excited to have you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a great episode for you to be on. Oh, for. it's a great oh, episode. Yeah. We're starting to oh, yeah. get so into much the to unpack. Reveal we know and love. But before we actually start to unpack it and go over our thoughts, Layla, would you like to spit some facts for us? I will spit facts episode? so hard that you'll feel it oh, over I the hope Zoom so. call. Through the Zoom call. That's all, all I desire right. in life. This episode is called Chapter 10. The Lost Weekend. Uh, it was aired on April 13th, 2017. Um, Ooh, that's it my got... sister's birthday. Oh, is it? Oh. Yes. What a wow. gift. Spicy. Birthday gift. Spicy. Spicy. Um, this episode, sorry, I'm trying to see what rating it got on IMDb. Got an 8.1 out of 10. So that's pretty, that's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Pretty Gucci. Mm-hmm. Um, as for some trivia, this mm. episode title always comes from some, like, horror movie or something, but, uh, yes. it comes from Billy Wilder and Charles Brackett's 1945 American noir film of the same name. Um, this episode marks the first appearance of Mommy Archie. Mommy Archie. Mommy, Mommy Ar- Archie! Mommy Archie! <laughs> um, Mary Andrews, who is Molly Ringwald, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Um, Veronica mentions that the payments... Uh, between Blossom Maple Farms and Lodge Industries has been happening for 75 years. This is a reference to the 75th anniversary of Archie Comics that was marked on December 2016. Uh, Apparently, Archie questioning why he always screws up, which I just thought was a line, uh, is a possible nod to how his comic counterpart is widely known for constantly causing shit. Um... And that's another one. Um, Veronica calls Jughead Tarambolo when saying happy birthday to him. This is a nod to him being called Tarambolo on the Latin American Spanish version of the comics and previous animated shows of the Archie comics. Um, and Cheryl references Mary Kay Letourneau, who was an American teacher who pleaded guilty in 1997 to two counts of felony second-degree rape of a child. So nasty. Cheryl knows her <laughs> shit about crime, I guess. And that makes sense. I believe it. No, it she makes sense. listens to True Crime Podcasts. Oh, 100%. Um, as for some other stuff, um, here's a goof. Um, Lily Reinhardt's neatly trimmed fingernails are too short to inflict the kind of deep puncture wounds caused to herself when Betty Cooper clenches her fists. What Fun a fact. goof. That's a goof. Um, big goof. Big goof. And we have some plot words Key plot words for this episode. We have chaos versus order. Surprise party. House party. Divorce. Divorce papers. Gatecrasher. Drunk. Underage drinking. Control. Self-harm. Fistfight. Punch in the face. Secret. Chaos. Order. Revenge. Dance-off. Cheerleading. Dilton Doily character. (laughs) Birthday party, <laughs> girl slaps boy. Really character. Not we only have him, like, do we have a few episodes. Yeah, we do. Every time he's mentioned, we have mm-hmm. girl slaps boy. Not only once, but twice, and mm-hmm. face slap. <laughs> face slap. Oh, yeah. Face slap. And that nice. is your uh, facts, trivia, and plot keywords for today, folks. Yes. Can I just say Thank something you, I thought was hilarious? 
What did you oh, think was hilarious? I thought it was so funny that Dilton Doily was the DJ at the party. Oh, yeah. yeah. that was so yeah, funny. Was that so funny. <laughs> and he's a psychopath. It's fine. <laughs> but yet he's the DJ. Yes. He was so into it, too. We've never seen him that happy. Honestly. I don't think we will again in the show. Probably not, no. Because doesn't he die in, like, season, like, three or um, something? Three. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, well, he, well, he ascends. He ascends. <laughs> One I'm... man's death is another person's ascension. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Indeed. Yes, thank you so much for those facts. Yes, you're welcome. And before we get into the nitty-gritty discussion, the nitty-gritty, the meat and potatoes, um, it is the time in our show where Andrew, our guest, has to give a quick and adequate summary of this week's episode. Yeehaw! Yes. You can interpret quick and adequate as you wish but usually our goal with the summary is to kind of remind both us and our listeners about what happened this week and that we have some things to talk about um yeah i'm ready ready, i I think i'm ready yeah i it's gonna be tough because sonya's entire worth of a person is based on how quickly they can give the summary so i'm uh wow that was a (laughs) comment i'm definitely well i don't know if she gives much to the the substance it's more a, a race against the clock so, yes. I'm ready. Um, I've numbered the scenes. I'm going to hop through them. The 15-second scenes, we're, we're good. <laughs> Andrew's bullying me a lot. The That's a lot of bullying, days. man. A lot of bullying. But then again, I did call him the stinkiest, winkiest, stinkiest man in the world. So, yeah. is it deserved? Mm-hmm. Probably. Yes, but, maybe. Okay. That is debatable. All right, we'll count you in. Okay, ready? Let's go. Three. Three. Two. two one go we hop in to the first scene it's jughead in the restaurant he's like no control only project x going on we wonder whether this guy is actually jordan peterson in disguise with his chaos and order discussions he's talking (laughs) his birthday's coming up but he barely acknowledges it he's too cool for that second scene we get um (laughs) we get archie with his dad it's divorce mumbo jumbo Please, mom and dad, don't get divorced. You can't. Um, scene three. You just have to tell them how swell of a dad your guy your dad is, Veronica. Like, you got this. And then they find out that Blossom made the dad go bye-bye, like go to jail. That's pretty tough. And then we're still... The episode kind of starts ramping up with Jughead's birthday going to be the center of it. He's like, he just wants to go to a movie. His friends don't give a shit what he wants. They're going to throw a jam for him. I mean... They say it's a small get-together, but I guess I'll get into... It gets into a huge party because as we go through the episode, we start to set up these villain characters with, obviously, Chuck and... uh, What's her name? Uh, Cheryl. Cheryl. Exist as villains in the show, but because this exists as a sole entity episode for me, they start only being villains halfway through this episode. And Mm -hmm. they decide to create this chaos at the party. Um which the dad comes to, and it's just like, yeah, I'm going to hang out at this unsupervised party, going to sit in the kitchen looking all intimidating for the sole purpose <laughs> of breaking up the fight when it, like, comes out. So thanks, mm-hmm. Betty, for setting that up. Um, mm-hmm. We got a lot of dark Betty, which I loved, like, just the dumbest storyline. I'm like, the whole thing, I'm like, she's the whole click. Don't let dark Betty out. <laughs> um, with her, like, clenching her fists, and mm-hmm. she goes, and she goes to the awesome party and whatnot. And then... Oh, yeah, so before the party, though, we're still setting up when Cheryl's villain, like, arc begins with the dance-off, where (laughs) Veronica, out of nowhere for me, they're just, Veronica comes in and's like, 
oh, you think you're the front and I'm the back? No, I'm the front. Dance off. And they just start <laughs> yeah. just shaking their asses and, like, not a single person votes for Cheryl. Like, it's like, I didn't think she was that bad. They literally had a, like, dual choreographed section together where I don't know how they planned this out. Um, then I, we jump back to Archie. He's planning the party. He's like, Mommy and Daddy don't love each other, so I'm going to get drunk. He raids the alcohol cabinet. Um, and, Classic, as you do. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, and then we're, they, we get to the actual party. Like, Jughead goes to the movie. They just talk a little bit with Betty, and he comes to the party, and like he's like, oh, this fucking sucks. I hate this. Like, I just want to be alone with my girlfriend and Archie. Like, fuck these other people. Um, I can swear on this podcast, right? I don't know. I, yes, <laughs> yes, you yeah. can. Yes, please do. Cool. And Encouraged. Then, <laughs> and then we get some great uh, Jughead lines in this. It's like, um, I'm not wired to be normal. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> just some he has so yeah. many iconic lines in this episode. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. Cheryl and Chuck walk in with, like, everyone just right behind them. Like, I don't know how they organize this. They're like, everyone, meet outside Archie's house. We're going to go raid it. Um, <laughs> and they all show up, and it's a huge jam. We got Doily on the DJ. Um, we got some scenes, like, do progressing on, like, the, the Hiram Lodge storyline in there. Um, and then they just lock everyone into the party, and they're like, no, we're telling secrets. It's secret time. Um... <laughs> And they just start roasting each other and, like, call Doily a psychopath. And, like, then the punch happens and the party's over. And it's like, whoa, this is crazy. And we find out that Archie has mommy issues. Uh, Cheryl gets accused of twin cest. Like, it's some good shit happens there. Um, mm-hmm. And then we get just the scene with Betty's mom come, who's outside. This is scene 29. She's like, FP, <laughs> what are you doing here? And he's like, you're, you're hot, but you're a bitch. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we go in and it's like Jughead's like I short circuit because he has this like robot analogy for himself like he just can't relate to other humans like it's the, so funny <laughs> um, and then yeah then we get uh, Veronica and Archie like they just they start kissing instantly she's on top of him then we cut he's shirtless on the floor like being a gentleman after they fuck, he just goes to the floor. I don't actually know if they fuck. I don't know what level they get to in this show. So it's like, <laughs> um, but then mommy and then we have like six endings to this. So we get Veronica goes home and like talks to Smithers. Like, is my dad good? And he's like, no, is my mom good? Yes. And it's like, okay, so now we know where everyone stands. Right. Thanks Smithers. <laughs> and then we get Smithers is gone. <laughs> yeah. Then we get Archie and Jughead like cleaning up and then, um, the mom accusing like Joaquim of like uh what's his name's boyfriend of like just dating him because he's the sheriff's son we get um Veronica showing up in the sick cape to conclude like talk to Betty and she's like last time you bought me shit was when you fucked Archie or when you kissed Archie and it's like yeah happened again (laughs) and then oh we get the thank you daddy note with the pearl necklace to kind of conclude because Veronica ended up doing the testifying or like in behalf of her father because of the threats um yeah it really at the end like there are 15 endings for me like because there were just so many 15 second scenes with two lines to kind of close out all these storylines they had this episode Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but i think i covered the major ones there the Hiram lodge one there was the dark betty and like chuck and then there was the birthday bash so Mm -hmm. yeah i'm gonna call it there oh there was one more thing oh Oh. The Archie 
The divorce. Oh, the divorce, yeah. I did cover it, but yeah, the divorce is also well, the big you, did, you forgot to mention that Archie's mom comes back. Yeah, you like, silly. Oh, Archie. Molly, Molly Ringo. Oh, yeah, sorry. The mom comes back in the last scene. Silly, like, silly goose. Yeah. Well, um, tisk. That was pretty good. That was about, <laughs> like, almost six minutes of Damn. the summary, give or take. Which, I mean... We've had a like lot worse. pretty middle of the road. Okay, yeah. okay. You did. You went pretty in depth into it, so I think that's pretty good. Ratings? I'm not gonna be biased though. Yeah, it's I, I'd, I'd be willing to give you a four point eight for that. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. I'd say the same actually, just because I think it was really entertaining too. Like I, I mm-hmm. liked hearing your summary. It was very nice. Nice. You did. You did miss that core point. So it was. That's yeah. I'm taking point two points off. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna give you a four point three, Andrew. Thanks, Kyle. Wow. <laughs> Just because it was a d- good summary and you did forget some stuff, but like I feel refreshed. So I feel refreshed. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. As if I just went to a spa and I'm like, ooh, all the information from last week's episode is just like in me right now. You know, mm-hmm. something like <laughs> yeah. that. I also am very tired because I got my vaccine, my second dose today. Vaccine. So if anything I'm saying makes no sense. <laughs> it's, it's the vaccine. Folks. It's the vaccine. It's not. Me. It wasn't me. It was the vaccine. <laughs> it's a side effect. Yes. It's a side effect. Um. Cool. Um. I feel ready to talk about the episode. Let's yeah. do it, yeah. gang. So much has happened. Mm-hmm. So why don't we go? So much to cover. Yeah. So much, like, I feel like this episode, more so than any other so far, had, like, really core plot points happening with each of the core four. That's what I was going like, to say. Yes. All Jughead, of the characters Betty, actually Bronca, had, like, a full plot in this episode. Like, mm-hmm. every character. So maybe we should go by, like, just, like, the chronological order, just because I feel like if we go by character, it's just going to go... You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, all I mean, of them I are involved. I think we can go, like, by character by character. Whichever y'all feel. Yeah. Well, I figured we'd start uh, with Jughead because it's okay, yes. We can talk about that because Jughead has like a like a lot of interactions with each of the other characters that mm-hmm. like kind of have to do with their plots as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll yes. like we'll get there. We'll get through it. So um, Jughead is does not like his birth- birthday. He does not like his birthday, he and it's funny. Like his birthday, Sonia. You know, I thought of the second Jughead said, "I hate my birthday," is Me? when you used to be like. I mean, I don't know if you still kind of hate your birthday. Mm-hmm. Do you still hate your birthday? Like, I don't love my birthday. But are you, like, as intense about it as Jughead still, or, like... I used to be very intense about it. I used to be, like, I don't want to celebrate my birthday. Sonny was like, don't get me anything. Don't do anything for me. I still don't like people getting anything. But, like, I think now, as I'm older, and especially after living through a global pandemic, I can learn to appreciate spending time with people. Like, I I just think about, like, what our philosophy teacher in high school said. Like, what do you, what have you done to, like, deserve a whole day of celebration and gifts True. Like, I didn't do anything. I just survived, which I guess is fine. Made it one year around the the sun. I did one year around the sun. My mom doesn't have a cake for carrying me around for nine months and paying for doctor's bills and vitamins. The doctors and the nurses don't get a cake for delivering me and making sure I was safe. Like, why, do, why do I deserve such treatment? Because you gave me That's so much. You know, it's, it's, it's hard to get through a year of life. Yeah. And I think that yeah. anyone, who, anyone who accomplishes that great mm-hmm. accomplishment... Totally. deserves you know to to have a good time yeah, yeah. With people i agree they like, care about i don't i don't love i still don't love presents 
Um, well, I know that you're like okay with, like, seeing people on your birthday, because I remember, like, yeah, in, like, like I, early I, high school slash late, yeah. like, grade eight, you, like, mm. you were, like, jughead level. You were, like, I fucking don't want a birthday. I fucking yeah. hate this. I fucking, I just, like, fuck I just, you. I think that birthdays can be, to, can be quite, like, pressurable. That's like, true. it can mm-hmm. be a lot. Um, and I mean, I've also had a pressure. bad birthday, and I get it. Like, I've I think had it's because you bad birthdays. Yeah, you like when so, you set up high expectations, which mm-hmm. I don't anymore for my birthday. I'm just like, it's another yeah. day. I'm gonna have fun mm-hmm. if I can, but you know, I've had like a really bad birthday. It's like I think it's when you set yeah. up high expectations, then it's exactly. like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah, but it's like if I'm just getting dinner with like my friends, or like, getting drinks or something right now, it's like that for me is like the most enjoyable a birthday can be is that like we had a fun time on your birthday the last birthday before covid oh yeah well i mean it was exam like i'm a a december baby for reference so like layla came to like my apartment in kingston i'm convinced i had covid i'm not gonna lie you were really sick i was no one else got sick so sick i had i was like on the subway and i remember this vividly like on the way to sonia's Mm -hmm. this year that year i had like a an intense fever my heart rate was like 120 just sitting down yes. i was like not able yeah, to I breathe still came to kingston too i still came i think i started <laughs> yeah. covid guys i'm really sorry well the thing is i didn't get sick at all we shared a bed like i was fine so like, i don't know I don't, what it was maybe it was i just some... had extra strong immunity but anyway i i i see where Doug is coming from especially when he's like giving the backstory about his parents and being like it was the one day we acted like everything was normal and it made me feel really lonely and it's like that's very that's very understandable especially um because like birthdays especially i think like when you're younger it's like there's so much pressure to like invite everyone and have like, mm. a fun party when mm-hmm. you're like in elementary school and like Doug, i can't really relate to that right well yeah because like, for not, him he's yeah. like oh it's like a day that i had to pretend everything was okay right so exactly. he was like he was and not he also about doesn't have a lot of friends because he is a weirdo. He had like Archie probably only at this point. Yeah. So it's like I yeah. can see his understanding and being like, this is not something I want. And I also think it's completely normal for people wanting to have like a big bath for their birthday and people just wanting to do like a low key thing. I think yeah. it's irrespectful either. Which way. was the intention, mm-hmm. but then it got fucked up. Yeah. It wasn't the intention, though, because they invited fucking Kevin and Ethel for whatever reason. But that's reason. like, okay, but to be fair, yeah. Jughead goes and says, and I think this is offensive to Veronica, because she's like, he's like, oh, only you and Archie, like, including, like, Veronica and Kevin, like, I didn't want them here. I'm like, okay, that's kind of offensive to Veronica's, because I feel like y'all have been pretty close. I guess they haven't had have it. Like, not really. Not too yeah, They don't really talk. But, like. I'd consider, wouldn't you consider Veronica part of their close circle? Like, he was like, oh, I want, because later in the episode, he says, yeah, oh, part of the I would have, per- but I'm saying, like, he, like, he would have preferred them to be at Pop though. Shakes with, like, the four of them. So I'm like, so do you consider her close friend or not? Because it's very confusing from what you've been saying this like episode. The three of them, it's hard for them to hang out without Veronica being there, but he might not mm-hmm. like Veronica as much as the other two. She's also I mean, new. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And so. His wiring yeah. hasn't adapted to her presence yet, so it's yeah. tough. It's <laughs> yes. a good point, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, like, with Kevin there, or, um, like, Joaquin, especially, yeah. and Ethel, it's like, he's talking about this trauma in the past, which is why he doesn't like these birthdays, mm-hmm. and now he's there, he's around these people who he's not necessarily comfortable with, and he has to do what his family has been doing, like, for himself, pretending that he's, like, okay with all this stuff yeah. in yeah, this context. Sure. And then I also like. I mean, this is later in that uh, in that sequence at the party. But when uh, when Archie and Veronica are having their chat about their issues with their parents, um, mm. and Veronica's crying, Jughead walks in, and they're like, "Oh no, we're okay." 
that must have also brought back a lot of trauma for Jughead, because okay. now he's, like, with two other friends who are pretending that everything's fine for, like, mm-hmm. on his behalf, just because it's his birthday. I mean, yeah, that's true. I think that, and here's the debate question I was going to ask. Do you think, mm-hmm. one, Betty was, like, wrong for throwing him a party? Because she didn't, like, she didn't even know it was his birthday. <laughs> so I think that, like, in multiple ways... She didn't know, one, that she didn't, he didn't like birthdays, and then, until, like, someone else told her. And then she mm-hmm. also didn't know that it was his fucking birthday. And then Jughead is, like, a fucking asshole when he's, like, yelling at her. Like, that was, that whole scene, we're gonna get to it, because it's an iconic scene. Mm-hmm. But I feel like Jughead was being a complete dickhead about that. Like, yes, you're allowed to not mm-hmm. want to have a party, but when you yeah. don't tell your girlfriend anything about your birthday or about the reason why I don't like birthdays until mm-hmm. after the fact. I think you yelling at her and being like, we're different, and like, I don't like this, and you're doing this just to prove you're a girl, good girlfriend. I think that was just not a cool thing. That was just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if we're going in, like, the trauma route as to why he doesn't want this, like, birthday, it's very, also just in general, it's very reasonable not to No, it's understandable, but if you like, don't Betty tell should, her that, you know. But if Betty, if he's like, this is the thing I want to do for my birthday... I don't think it was very respectful for her to do something behind his back. You well, know? Mm-hmm. well, but like, like think yeah. about it for a regular person also, who enjoys birthdays. Also, it's not doing something behind yeah. your back. It's a surprise but party. That also Archie was telling her like he doesn't like his mm-hmm. birthday. He doesn't like parties. That's and she was fair. Just like, I'm gonna throw a birthday party. Jackie's gonna love it. I'm gonna invite his friends, which is like three people. We're gonna make it like six, and it's gonna be so fun. And it's like <laughs> I think, and I think that part of his reaction towards Betty is just like overwhelming stress about the situation. Yeah. Because first of mm-hmm. all he's having to hang out with people he doesn't like or like doesn't feel super comfortable around. Then he has this huge and also Archie is drunk, like his best friend. Yeah. He relies on kind of as like an emotional crutch yeah. is drunk. And then he has this group of people coming in with the intention of like destroying the house and like ruining the birthday. And then Betty's mm-hmm. trying to like get him to enjoy and have fun. Yeah. I would also say that um, it's not like he didn't have a plan for his birthday. Like, he does something mm-hmm. for his birthday every year. He goes and sees the double yeah. feature. And it's not the yeah. coolest mm-hmm. thing to do. But, like, to make like him... He wants to do. Yeah, and to make him stop yeah. doing that while they're, like, doing it. Like, they go and they only watch one of the movies, even though they want to watch both of them. It's like... Mm-hmm. I, I think he's yeah. obviously still a dick for yelling at Betty, but... Yeah, like, yeah. he went way too far, and, you know, he's a loner, he's an outsider. Yeah, but haven't we oh, all been damaged. in, like, a situation where we've been stressed and, like, overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's just a situation and you unintentionally, like, take it out on somebody? Like, I think yeah, that's, that's, like, that's a fair. very human reaction mm-hmm. yeah. to happen. And before he, they even had that argument, like, mm-hmm. ju- like, like, like Sonia said, Archie told her, don't throw a party Mm -hmm. and then and then he let it happen for his own selfish reasons she calls Mm -hmm. fp she says this is my plan he says don't throw a party yeah these are people who know jughead a lot better than she does and then she's with jughead at the movies and she's asking him what he wants and he's communicating with her he's being honest he's like i I, i'm happy to watch these two movies for my birthday Mm -hmm. they go to the party he's he's being honest he's communicating with her he's saying this isn't what i want i don't want Mm -hmm. this party i just want it to be me and you right now and yeah. she's not listening to him. Um, she wants to go ahead with her plan because she thinks she has a better understanding of what he wants yeah. than he does, yeah. which mm-hmm. simply is not true. So he's frustrated now. He starts getting a little passive-aggressive, and she's not really picking up on that. 
or mm -hmm. trying to like get on his level which mm -hmm. is just frustrating him more so yeah like in the second half of the i'm a weirdo speech <laughs> i do think he was being very unreasonable but this is like a buildup of things throughout the episode Absolutely. where that he's is straight true. up like not being acknowledged his mm. needs are not being heard that <laughs> is yeah very true yeah. fair point 100 percent and Can like I... again i think he has like some kind of guilt and some remorse like the next day about like what mm. happened with betty so it's obvious like he reflects i mean you kind of like, see it immediately he's like Fuck, like why did i say that like exactly. the guy he has yeah. he has like and then his dad actually a good fp father moment is like you go and mm. fucking talk to her like you just, like, you just saw her get absolutely fucking roasted. Like, go help her. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good, pretty good FP episode. No, FP was a good dad agree. in this episode. I think, like, yeah. he, obviously we get a, um, a bit of the FP plot where we understand that, like, you know, because we're getting more into, like, the, how Hiram has been involved with the serpents and, like, what's going mm -hmm. on with that and how, um, you know, we don't really know i don't think fp really knows either what happened with jason's murder at least like that's the impression they're giving us they're just like oh like mm -hmm. we don't know and like we're trying to keep something secret we don't know what that is so yeah. uh interesting fp episode um i think also general kind of starting to see like the change in him and his relationship with jughead yeah for where, sure like, he mm -hmm. re realizes like jughead doesn't really want him there I think part of the reason why he ends up staying at the party is that, yes, it's really creepy and, like, kind of weird. That <laughs> it is weird. Getting, you know, with a bunch of, like, high school students getting drunk. But I think part of that, like, if something goes wrong, it's good for them to at least have an adult there because I feel yeah. the littlest bit responsible. Yeah. I think he's trying to sure. be, like, a father in whatever way he mm -hmm. can Yeah, at and this he point. helps, like, break up the fight that happens at the end, which, like, yeah. no one totally. else is kind of, like, trying to do something similar. Yeah. So I think that was uh, a pretty good moment. And I don't know if they... He is, like, still drinking at this point. It did seem like he was drinking uh, at the party. Like, I think he's an he? alcohol. I don't think he's he did. He's an alcoholic. Yeah, I, don't I think, think he, he like, stopped. Yeah, he's, like, been... It's clear that he's, like, easing off, and he's actually trying to be mm -hmm. a father now. I mean, like, mm -hmm. it didn't seem like or he was just drunk. trying to be, like, a better person in general. Like, yeah. he's, like, yeah. at the work. Like, it kind of seems as if he's, like, taking the lead on Andrew's construction while, um... Fred is out of town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But he does still he have that conversation with Joaquim to, like, spy on the sheriff. So he's not, yeah. like, yeah. out of the serpents. No, he's he not straight. No. He's, no he's, still, still... he's still very much a serpent. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And speaking but, of but, serpents... I mean, we learn later that the serpents aren't... Uh, they're not all that bad. You know, they're not as mm -hmm. bad as... Um, we like as we view them from this kind of narrow perspective from of, like, like the goody one. like good side of town mm -hmm. right like because like yeah. we see that kind of like distinction it's interesting with um uh alice and fp when they have a conversation and basically the you're hot but you used to be a serpent <laughs> conversation as as yeah. andrew was talking that was about wild. that was really funny that's so um, funny it was wild yeah because like we find out that's the yeah. first moment we really uh find out that because like obviously we know because we're <laughs> we've watched Riverdale, but like um yes. you know that alice is a serpent and that they have a mm -hmm. history clearly like something happened we don't know exactly what it was yet but um mm -hmm. yeah so we find out and then alice is like oh like go back to your side of town and then like effie's like you gotta stick up your fucking ass basically like fuck you yeah but like whatever sure mm -hmm. like you used to be like cool and whatever i guess but yeah yeah we see that like it's like pretty i think he sees like the irony in alice telling him to like go back to the other side of town and him be and like when in actuality she still like has these serpenty qualities and yeah temporary mm -hmm. and like passion and fire and everything he's just like shut the fuck up like you're not that much yeah. better than me because you married into a white ass family i think exactly. there's mm -hmm. earlier in the episode when she's talking with uh betty at school too she's like 
oh, I told my secrets to your dad, and then he, like, yes. used them against me. And so I think there's some level of, like, hinting at the other side of town also being really sketchy that, like, she was from the bad side of town, but someone from the good side of town was, like, emotionally abusing her to, like, have power. Well, it seems like the good side of town yeah. is actually really shitty actually at the moment, yeah. you know? Yeah. Especially yeah. we're learning about all, like, the drama that's going on between the families. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you I I have like a fun question for us to to ask. Yes. If sure. you had to watch a, a double feature for your birthday mm. at a movie theater, what would you want your double feature to be? That's a good question. Um I would love Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think that's like that would be really that's fun. A good one. That's a good one, yeah. And like Rocky Horror, I don't know. I feel like that'd be really fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be fun. I would probably do um 2001 a space odyssey and isn't then, that like three hours yeah and there's an intermission in that and then uh and then walk hard the dewey cox story oh i love walk nice. hard oh it's such a good movie mm-hmm. yeah what, what about, about you? you guys andrew andrew i would probably do uh the lord of the rings like the second and the third one extended wow. edition on mm-hmm. the second one and then just like not the four and a half hour version of the third one that's a long ass <laughs> yeah. night yeah, I mean, it's a double feature. Yeah, you You're start yourself though, up for right. a long night. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. It'd be sick. Um, and Sonya? Mm-hmm. I would probably watch. Um, this is I, I'm completely joking with this answer because I can't come and give anything else. I like ask, ask this question without actually having an answer. But I think that Rush Hour One and Rush Hour Two double feature. <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> How about the Emoji Movie? <laughs> The emoji movie followed by pixels. Oh, the emoji movie. I mean, my oh mom's my God, in pixels, pixels, so there you go. Never forget, she's an extra. Met Adam Sandler. Well, Crazy. Well, Andrew has a fun story about Bo Burnham and Adam Sandler. Yeah, I was eating at, in Yorkdale like two years ago, probably while Tiff was on, and Adam Sandler like sat behind us in like the raggedy ass clothes that he wears around Toronto. And then Yo. I think it was like Uncut Gems, wasn't it? Yeah, like during it that been. era. And then it was mm-hmm. it was uh, Bo Burnham came because Hustlers, because he was dating. Oh Jennifer my Lopez god! At the time. He dated the writer and director of or, uh, Hustlers. Oh yeah, that not okay. Yeah, that makes more sense. That's why. Um, yeah. So yeah, but he just came over to Adam Sandler's table, and he's like six four, and he's just like looming over, and I'm like, <laughs> holy shit! Did you say hi, or were you just like, holy shit? No, like, I didn't want to say hi. Like they're two celebrities saying hi to each other, like. Oh, That's crazy. it's Bo Burnham, Adam Sandler, and also Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would have shit That's my pants. That's pretty crazy. Man, mm-hmm. like, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, cool. Good answers. I think we have yeah. a good variety. Um, anyway, let's get back on topic. Yes. Um, um, do we have anything else to kind of say about Jughead? We were just talking it's... about uh, something that had to do with, like, Alice and FP. I don't remember. Yeah, we I talked about like, how they're in their serpent conversation. Up. Yeah, their serpent conversation. Oh my god, how can we not talk about the iconic I'm a weird, yeah, I'm we a weirdo I'm speech? A weirdo. Oh, we have to cover that. And yeah. yeah. Yeah, you you go start first on that. I want to Well, it's just it's just iconic, <laughs> you know, the classic line. Mm-hmm, we've yes. been we've been waiting to get here for so long. We okay. really and... have. Everything has been leading up to this moment. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So we're finally here. And, yeah. uh, I mean, beyond that, like... Oh, sorry, there was another like, quote, actually, that Jughead says, and it made me piss. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It's like a Seth Rogen movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, when he's in the garage. Yeah. That yeah. was great. Um, he also, like, calls the party when... a road to hell, which is, like, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys remember when Seth Rogen was a voice on the TTC? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That was, like, last summer, I think. It was pretty funny. That, that was, was a time. That. But for the, um, for the Jughead stuff, yeah. I along with, like, I'm a weirdo. I'm weird. Mm-hmm. There's also a lot of, like, robot stuff. And I said this in my summary, but, like, it seems like like I'm wired differently. Like yeah, he um, says. You know what I noticed? He speaks in like, he says like for example, I'm not normal. I'm not wired to be normal. And then he says, I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. Like he says a lot of like these like double sentences that says the same thing, but like twice with a slightly yeah. different word. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because yeah. there is. Have the you ever whole, seen like... me without this hat? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. there's like he's the omnipotent being in this uh, show, right? Like he. Yeah. There's that yeah, theory. it's implied that he's, yeah. like, the narrator of, like, everything that's happening. Yeah. So maybe he's yeah. also an AI that's narrating this, and it's AI-generated <laughs> content. Well, something Crazy. I kind of interpreted from that is that maybe he's, like, neurodivergent-coded. Like, it's not really discussed whether or not he's, like, maybe on the spectrum or has some kind of, like, learning yeah. disability. But I feel like the way that he, like, thinks and he identifies himself is kind of similar to how other people identify themselves, where they don't see themselves as, like, normal. And even, like, the the comparing himself to a machine is a very, and, like, a computer almost, and, like, using that as wiring, I think kind of, like, speaks to the, like, the way that he thinks and the ways and he He definitely adapts. speaks and to I mean, his self-esteem, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Exactly. And it's yeah. like, he's a weirdo. He's weird. He's weirdo. What are we, get, what are we gonna do about it? He fully mm-hmm. chugs milk, too, in this episode. No. Oh, yeah, yeah with, he chugs milk with the Straight from up. the carton. <laughs> from the carton. Very fancy. Very fancy hotel kettle. He just, like, he just literally takes the carton, like, in the kitchen, just, I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's weird. Um, he's a weirdo. Sure. During the party. He's a weirdo. Or uh, I think it's, I think it's, uh, No, it's after. It's when Archie's after. cleaning. Like, oh, the yeah. morning after. Yeah, okay. Archie's cleaning, and he's, like, sitting, like, having leftover cake. Which, also, leftover cake after your birthday is one of the best oh, things Oh, so good. I Day love the sheet cake shit. Oh, so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I was really hyping up this episode for myself personally. Because, A, we have the I'm a Weirdo scene, which is, like, arguably the most iconic moment to come out of Riverdale. 100%. That goes beyond like people who enjoy Riverdale but we also have like the dance off oh the dance off let's get to the dance off that is iconic scene yeah I think I was just like oh I don't enjoy this as much as I thought I would because I understand where he's coming from as like a I think when I first watched I was like this is funny this is hilarious shitty writing but I think I was just like it's all funny because like he's obviously upset and he's saying mm-hmm. all these things to kind of reflect his inner insecurities. It's still kind of <laughs> when you come in with the pop shakes mentality, it's just a whole different story yeah. now. Well, I think it's just also me being an adult and me having a better understanding of emotions and a greater empathy for how people. I still feel. think it's pretty hilarious. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. It's it so funny. Hilarious. It's still it's still really funny, but I'm like I can't take it as if I was watching it just like those three lines then I would get it. I'd be like, yes, this is it. When you take into context of the entire episode, yeah, it's kind of like a, yes, this is funny in terms of writing and in terms that comes out of nowhere and it's something that's like very reflective of a kid being a 15-year-old kid. Um, but still, mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, this is funny, but like, I got to be understanding. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The, I thought the most heartbreaking moment of the Jughead monologue 
was like uh like because clearly he's just projecting like all of these things all of these insecurities and ways that he like feels about himself he's thinking that like betty is probably thinking those things about me as well um Mm -hmm. and uh and when he says the one of the last things he says he's like oh you just like with me until archie changes his mind oh yeah decides to be with you that's like that 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 kind of hurts knowing that he feels that way and then you watch the show um and you kind of get this thing you you because betty and him are together for so long you kind of think oh okay well well maybe he's gotten over that maybe he knows that she does really love him and does really care for him but then in season uh four you get the the archie betty stuff collaboration and and when jughead hears about it at that point, he just he just kind of like shrugs it off. He's like, okay, um, it doesn't surprise him, and it doesn't really upset him. Um, mm-hmm. And that's absolutely like an extension of those feelings that he has. And we, I guess, from that we kind of learn that he's like been feeling that way throughout his entire relationship with Betty, which is just sad to me. It's sad. Yeah, totally. How long am... do they last? Do they break up in season two or three? Or Betty um, and. They are they're together, pretty much until while. the end of the pretty much until the end of season four. Oh wait, so From she's here. cheating on him with Archie. Like uh, yeah, at the end of season four, oh. when 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 uh, Jughead fakes his death, oh. or when Jug when Jughead <laughs> is dead, um, Archie and Betty start hooking up to like make everybody believe that Jughead is dead because they're like they would never do that if Jughead was alive you know uh. but they're like but they're grieving over their friend and they're like coming together so it's believable and then it becomes this like piece of gossip that Cheryl can you know spread mm-hmm. so course, the plan works out but then they're like we like kissing each other why would we stop and then uh wow. and then chaos ensues I guess yeah more chaos yeah. crazy Yes. Yeah, I'm excited to get to that part in Riverdale. Mm-hmm. I think I stopped yeah, that'll take us a while. At the end of that, <laughs> I think I stopped like at right before that happened. Like I remembered like that scene of like them like standing over the fire, and be like, "What did we do? Mm-hmm, Poor mm-hmm. jacket and everything." And I was just like, "Nah, that's it. that's it. I'm done. Close Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. End of season that three. Yes, exactly. Um, do what do we want to move on to? Like, maybe, maybe Betty. Archie. Well, we can move on to Betty. Dark Betty. Betty. Dark Betty. Chuck. Just because it's. What's yes. going on there? The hands, so the, clenching, the clenching of the hands. That was the so funny. Of Chuck. Oh. What? I don't yeah, know. So she, you, she's can, doing can, this can shit all episode with her hands. But she was just um. so focused on being angry that she's like clenching her fist really hard. It's like, Arr. and then mm, I'm not angry. <laughs> I'm not angry. Yeah, and then she just does it to such like a comical level where she's like cutting herself with her nails. Like you'd have to do it so hard to do that, which. I, I mean, mean, like we just said in the goof facts, she doesn't have long enough nails to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's must be pressing really hard, but... But it just seemed, yeah. like, over-the-top, like, I don't know. Coming in as just yeah. one episode, like, if this was a normal character doing that, it's, like, it looks like an anime sequence. Like, if you had a couple yeah. more an cuts in there, sequence. it's, like... Brilliant um, visual storytelling, I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yes. Sure. I think um, uh, lots, lots yeah. going on there. Chuck is back. He... And yeah. we see that Chuck and Cheryl are, like, teaming up this episode. Yeah. Because Betty They're and like Veronica are squad. their, quote, uh, arch nemesis. hmm You yeah. know, Which following the... the of nemesis. Following the cheerleaders, like, the dance scene. Um, which is just funny. That's a funny so scene. Funny. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. I um, think it's interesting that, like, Chuck has, like, one final moment of evil, because I think the next time we see him is in the Carrie episode, where he's trying to, like, get forgiveness and, like, redemption from Betty and Veronica about everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really care about Betty's plot in this episode, to be completely honest. Honestly, I mean, yeah. I think that um, one moment that I thought was really cringy for Betty was that mm-hmm. birthday song. And fun oh. fact, oh, I actually, yeah. this is something oh, I forgot yeah. to mention in the fun facts, was that it's, like, the birthday song was, like, an official track on, like, the Riverdale soundtrack. <laughs> Ew! Yeah. yeah. So, They'll just, like, take right. any opportunity to put a song in. And make that like marketable yeah. as music. Yeah, so. mm-hmm. which is really creepy. Absolutely. Like, because I forget. Song. Like, I was like, that was so creepy. And then Jughead I mean, is like, that's like... a haunted ass song you just sang. Yeah. Jesus she Christ. sings it well. She just sounds good. It's just out of nowhere, and mm-hmm. the lighting and everything's very creepy. Yeah. And yeah. then she does a little lit uh. bite at the end. She's like, Oh yeah. And yeah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> this is not. <laughs> this is disgusting. And like, she really, she really like uh, makes that moment about her. You know, she's like, she's singing this song. She's like, like, I'm singing. I have the cake. I'm I'm like performing this song for Jughead, but also for these other people at the party who are like more her friends, like Kevin, for example, than they are Jughead's. Mm -hmm. And that just like speaks even more to the fact that like Betty's kind of doing this for herself and not for him. She's not listening to what she wants. And I think like almost right away, like he said, Jughead says hi to everyone. He's like, oh, where did Betty go? Cause like Archie's drunk, so she he's now like left without his other support. She's just gone mm-hmm. to go like put on the show for him, which is yeah, yeah absolutely true, totally. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's like that's most of the Betty stuff. Because then, well, then also the, at the then end, there's the slap, the slap the, mm-hmm. where she slaps Chuck. But also when they're doing the secrets, sinner secrets game, which is really just them telling secrets. I don't know. Um, and yeah. you know Chuck exposes her dark Betty moment, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, so that's not fun. And then she talks, yeah. she has a conversation with Jughead about her darkness. Mm-hmm. So we're and getting. She's like, I can't believe I can't tell you about this dark side of me. Yeah, Which I think is a kind like kind of understandable, but also like, come on. Yeah, I don't like. I don't really get the dark stuff. Like I remember watching it when. In- it came out like a couple years ago and like just laughing at her like dark side because it felt mm-hmm. so over the top as like this it's like, i'm darkness yeah it's silly yeah. Uh... like she gets a, a black wig and now she's like evil and it's like yeah. that's what it feels yeah. like almost so it's it's hard to take any of her emotional like moments as serious for me because they're all like mm-hmm. i don't know based on this they're all funny i don't yeah. know yeah, like... they are all yeah. Funny. yeah and also like betty dark betty quote-unquote has like been gone since like episode three when it mm-hmm. originally happened yeah mm-hmm. So, like, if there had been, like, some kind of build-up, I think it would have been a bit more, like, believable. Like, if there had been more, like, triggers or or even, like, anything kind of, like, referencing Dark Betty. Mm-hmm. But at this point, it hasn't come up until Chuck comes. And I... It's kind of bizarre. Do you think maybe, like, she was, like, trying to, like, be the, this good girlfriend to kind of make herself feel better about the Dark Betty thing? Oh, maybe, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I probably. think she's trying to be normal, right? Like, she's, like, you know, we get this, like the what's yeah, it called like, dichotomy the nice yeah. girl versus like dark betty and then chuck is also grossly like oh i think about you at night and i'm like oh yeah gross. Uh, he deserved that slop he yep. definitely did yeah, yeah um, so that's what i think it probably is what i thought was interesting about the when they were playing like the secrets thing the the chuck cheryl <laughs> team up moment um is when chuck is like revealing the dark betty secret this is just after the i'm a weirdo um 
you're only with me until Archie changes his mind argument, which is like, mm-hmm. which is a big moment for them, obviously, because they're having this big fight. It's like their first big fight, yeah. But I have a feeling that when Ch- when uh, when Jughead is hearing this new information about Betty that he asked her about earlier and she said she didn't want to talk about, he's like, oh, shit, maybe she's just as messed up as I am. Definitely. Maybe, maybe I should, uh, maybe I, maybe I do like her. Maybe Like, maybe we're not so different or something like that, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. That's probably, like, what happens in their fine afterwards. Like, she punches Chuck, right? Mm-hmm. Slaps. Slap. No, oh, but, Jug had, but Jughead Betty punches slapped. Chuck. Punches. Yeah, but yeah. that's early. Or is so, that earlier or after? I can't remember the order. Uh, she slaps uh, him first, and then he gets punched. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's like he's obviously, like, having these feelings, being like, oh, yeah, like, that's not good. And, like, ah, I gotta defend my girl. And mm-hmm. he has, like, a cut on his cheek and everything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Betty, Betty's whole plot this episode i don't think is nearly as interesting as some of the other stuff we've had yeah yeah like her family and everything Mm -hmm. i think a part of it is that like chuck is like this unequivocally like evil character in the context of the show like yeah he's like in his scene he's complaining that he's not going to get to play in college football because of like because he sexually harassed women and like in Mm -hmm. that conversation he sexually harasses like her by being like yeah yeah like I think of you every night. Like, that's... It's, like, weird. It's, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no sympathy there. Whereas Cheryl, yeah. like, her brother just died. You're like, yeah, she's a bitch, and, like, she runs the school with gossip. But, like, I don't know. Yeah. So maybe yeah. we should talk about some Cheryl stuff, then. I would love to talk <laughs> yes. about Cheryl. This is such yeah. a so, Cheryl episode. question. Do you think that Cheryl or Veronica should have won that little dance competition? Veronica. I'm, I'm happy that Veronica, Veronica. won. I think I'm but satisfied with the scene, two. I mean, it's like one of the best scenes in the whole show, probably. It really is. The dance, the dance yeah, battle. Absolutely. It's just I, funny because, like, <laughs> they do the exact same dance yeah, that's for, like, half mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. It's uh-huh. such bring it better. on vibes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Veronica just did, like, a couple extra moves, and then that was somehow better. Like, the final pose, know. too. I think she finished really strong with, like, going she down did. on the legs. And, yeah, yeah, well, Cheryl has such long hair. She should have put her hair in, like, a ponytail or something. That would have been I think pretty. it would have been, like, a more, like, snappier thing. Yeah. Can I, can I say, like, my favorite quote probably in this entire episode? Mm-hmm. Yes. Go ahead, please. You catatonic bitch bimbos didn't even vote, so you sputtering sapheads are too dim to exercise your own rights, and you've got the combined vocabulary of a baked potato. Consider this your last practice as river vixens, and your last week of my social handmaids. You're all you're fired on all fronts. That's all. Shoe bitches. That's iconic. Shoe bitches. Iconic. So good. Yes. Favorite like Cheryl moment, ab- hands uh-huh. down. Roasting iconic. The absolute fuck out of them yeah honestly <laughs> you're done and these she are these saved... are her minions you know yeah yeah her social handmaidens <laughs> <laughs> oh. Layla, you were insane. saying something no i was saying she absolutely fucking roasted them like mm-hmm. fucking amazing i i so love it funny yeah so I, I had to watch like the like that that short like bit of a uh, dialogue that Veronica and Cheryl have right before the the fight happens. I had to watch like six times because I was just like trying to wrap my head around how they get from point A to point B. Like I don't <laughs> understand how it's the fight, crazy. like how the dance battle begins. Even, um, but they're just like yeah. trying to be- battle for the alpha, like the mm-hmm. top position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like Cheryl's like, 
you're late. And Cher- and Veronica's like, shut up. And Cheryl's like, make me. And then they're like, okay, dance battle. And whoever does the best and whoever our, like, fellow, like, schoolmates and teammates think is better mm-hmm. gets to be the top dog. Ooh. Yeah. I think part of that is, like, Cheryl is so used to, like, putting fear into everyone that when they get the opportunity and it's fine that unanimously they all prefer Veronica kind of speaks to like that fear doesn't really work Mm -hmm. in that sense I think her opening like line into the battle is so good where she's like counting like one two three and then she just stops it she's like four stop what are you doing here (laughs) you're late (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) just stops counting stops everything it's like what stop um, there's yeah. like a there's a lot of narrative parallels between season one and season five, and uh, and one of those is uh, well, Cheryl Cheryl at 25 years old shows up to a River Vixens uh, rehearsal and is like the Vixens are mine they've always been mine I'm like the co even though she hasn't been at the school in seven years she's like I still have this authority for some reason I do not and, think you do uh, ma'am. And she challenges one of the high school behind. <laughs> one of, one of these happens. like one of these like probably sixteen or seventeen year old um, young uh, vixens to a dance battle that's very similar to this one, and uh, <laughs> and it's like it's of the same quality. It's insane. So I would mm-hmm. recommend watching that. <laughs> we'll get there eventually. Uh huh. Um. What else happens with Cheryl? Cheryl teaming up with Chuck. What are our thoughts on that? I mean, and, like. Deciding to break through and be like, I'm going to fuck everything up for these people. I mean, remember, like, <laughs> last episode when it's, like, the storm that is Cheryl Blossom? Clearly, mm-hmm. we got a storm of Cheryl Blossom. Yeah, absolutely. Totally. Yeah. yeah. So why yeah. why do you think Cheryl did what she did? Why is she making these choices? Well, because I think she was pissed off that Veronica tried to show her off. And it was like, mm-hmm. fuck you, bitch. And then you know, whatever, all the feuds going on between the families and shit, so she was just like, she's also going through stuff at home. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck, mm-hmm. you know, I'm gonna be an ultimate chaotic bitch, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's like, I think it's also that she has, like, a very short fuse, and she doesn't think through things a lot. Yeah, 100%. So she has, like, she takes Veronica as, like, this personal attack on her social status in the school, and she's like, you know what I have to do? is like, basically, like, get back at her. And she knows a duckhead doesn't want this and she's like oh betty's throwing this you know who else can help me like destroy these people and like their their vibes chuck mm-hmm. true and i don't and maybe like next episode we'll see like a bit of remorse because like at this point she fired her minions yeah so, like, she did gonna, fire who's her gonna minions. be there for her that's kind of yeah. what i was like, thinking who? it seems like like when she fires her minions she's she's not dumb like she knows like a lot of her power comes from, like, having people follow her. And, like, she, mm-hmm. like, kind of looks for another person who has power and, like, has social capital in their school to, like, ally themselves with. Or needs with. social capital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, like, their social capital has been affected by the core four. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Cheryl's also feeling rejected because of Archie last episode. And, like, True. So I, I hope that next episode she goes up to them and acts like nothing happens. And they're, Cheryl, you're a complete bitch to us last week or <laughs> whenever like, the timeline of this happens. And she's like, yeah, but, like, it happens. Or, like, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. I think you're, yeah, I, think, I hope she does something like that because I think that would be a perfect Cheryl move on her behalf is just to be like, get over it. We're friends now. Mm-hmm. We're, this is, we're in this together. 
I hope that's what happens. Uh, can we talk about the the twin cest moment with Veronica? Oh yeah, yeah. Veronica... We were all thinking it, weren't we? <laughs> yeah, we were yeah. all <laughs> thinking it. Um, yeah, glad someone called her out on it. I mean, we like, all knew that. My... She's like, <laughs> I love my partner so much, I can never kill. And they're like, a little too much, huh? <laughs> yeah. And everyone's like, oh, roasted, yeah. too much crazy i'm now thinking like in a kind of sad way that her like being so attached to high school is like because it's the last time she like had her brother in her life and like he died when she was there and like moving past that is like leaving him behind because he'll never exist as a non-high schooler true yeah i doubt it but it's potentially (laughs) yes yeah but that's i think you're probably right about that because jason was also the captain of the football team Mm -hmm. right so like Mm -hmm. they they kind of they they controlled the entire like football like Riverdale sports sphere as yeah. captain of cheerleaders in the football team and now that he's gone it's like she's she feels so insecure in like holding on to that bit of power that she does have mm-hmm. because that is like a connection that she had with her brother. Absolutely, there's like so much depth to Cheryl's character. Yeah, that it's like does she actually have this depth, or are we just like throwing her? <laughs> it's so hard to tell us uh-huh. like, whether or not we're just like want we see like what she could be and we're like inventing these plot points and like these emotional deaths for mm-hmm. her and the uh, the writers are just like cheryl will be a bitch this episode <laughs> yeah she'll not be a bitch this episode because she needs help from someone yeah she forgets about the help that someone has given her in the previous episode and she's back to being a bitch mm-hmm. but this time about maple syrup that's yeah. what i think the, the writer's room is like of regarding cheryl's character Mm-hmm. I hope to be wrong. I hope to one day sit in the writing room of Riverdale. Oh, and just, like, don't we all? Don't we all? Yeah. The whiteboard that's like, okay, what do we got? <laughs> Archie with abs. <laughs> Jughead. Hot. Has issues with family. <laughs> Betty? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Veronica? Sexy times. Yeah. You could also do Archie has issues with family. Jughead has issues with family. Betty mm-hmm. has issues with family. Veronica has issues with family. Yeah. Cheryl has Everyone issues with family. Everyone has mommy and daddy issues. <laughs> they really How do. How do we intertwine <laughs> all these mommy and daddy issues together into one big 40-minute episode? <laughs> it's like, you know, there's that, that's, um, that meme from It's Always Sunny that's like Charlie Day with like the... Like the murder oh, yeah. board with like everything intertwined yeah, yeah. it's like that's Pepe like Sylvia. the mommy and daddy issues of riverdale trying to like <laughs> so make every one of them intertwined yeah. and like how does this connect and that, that's how they make the, the yeah. week's episode me explaining cheryl's trauma <laughs> to, to my friends you should give a seminar on cheryl's trauma honestly uh-huh. Layla, you should make a meme of that. Of like Ryan, put Ryan's face and make it like explaining Cheryl Blossom's trauma to my. Friend. I will make that, that meme. I'm gonna write that down right now. Do it. Um, do we have anything else to kind of to say on the Cheryl front? I think that's about it for her this episode. Yeah. We can talk about the Veronica because we haven't really covered that yet. Yeah, unless, unless yeah. there was something else you were gonna bring up. This is like then. the first episode in a while. Like, I mean, like last episode we got a bit of Veronica, but like this is like 
a lot this more This is like Veronica. a really Veronica-centric episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she's uh, clearly dealing with yeah. a lot of the guilt about, like, or whether or not to, like, testify for her father, which is a huge decision for a fucking 15-year-old. You know, yeah. like, yeah. her dad, like, 15? threatening her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's 15. They're 15. Remember oh this. Oh, my God. They sexualized and them so heavily then. I the know. dance scene. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. so wild. I figured you've covered that before, but yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, it's... We, talk, we talk about it at least once a week. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're just, like, this is whack. This is whack. Especially with the Brandy. Mm-hmm. Which, like, we also will probably talk yeah. more about when we get to the Archie part of the episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, but, yeah. But Veronica... Yeah. yeah. Veronica, this episode... She's going through a lot. Is... Yeah, she's going. She's going through it. She's she has been a lot going of like, emotional it, bro. turmoil. She's like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna fucking party my problems away. Um, do we feel good and, about her and yeah. Archie together? Like, is that? I mean, we I all, like, knew, it we all knew it. Yeah, yeah. You're five yeah. seasons into the show, so but like, but um, not even like they smooch in the first episode. Okay. There's kind of like, like, like the spark moment, the meet cute between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But then there's like the whole like Betty being like, ah, I'm not cool with this. And then Veronica's like, bet, let's not do it. And then yeah. they're both drunk. They're both having mommy and daddy issues. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they're like, you know what we should do now? We should smooch over our mommy and daddy It was daddy pretty issues. steamy, though. Steamy mommy and daddy issues. pretty smooch. <laughs> pretty steamy yeah. and mommy and, daddy and issues. And Archie's such a good guy, letting her... Yeah, uh, I was bed, like, Archie, on the floor. you go, queen. But you just wanted an yeah, ad Fred shot. raised him well. <laughs> Fred raised him well. I mean, Fred is yeah. the best daddy well. of the show. We all know this. Yeah, it's yes, just facts. the daddy. Um, what else happens with Veronica? Veronica gets pearls again, yeah. which I was thinking mm-hmm. about it. I feel like the pearls and, like, the necklace almost are, like, a collar, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, yeah. of the control. Yeah. So, like... Hiram re- deliberately getting her more pearls to kind of like be like, yes, I have this control. It's operating conditioning. Good doggy. Yeah. Good doggy. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. And, and the something I thought was interesting about that was like, we saw those pearls fall in the last episode, but in this mm-hmm. episode, she's wearing another necklace and it's just got one singular pearl. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as much as she's trying to break away from Hiram's control, there's still mm-hmm. going to be like little, some, 100%. some little tie to it. And yeah, and then at the end she gets mm-hmm. this new one and it's like, it's inescapable, unfortunately. And I'm curious to see if she's gonna put it on next episode because like, we only we'll see have to look her out for that. It. We don't know if that's actually gonna be a thing that goes forward. Mm-hmm. Um, also love how she just thinks Smithers is like God and it's just like, if Smithers yeah. says yeah. so, like, Smithers. that's the truth. Yeah. yeah. Dear Smithers. Which honestly, I trust Smithers. Veronica. Is my daddy a good person? No. Is my mommy a good person? I guess. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, All I right. think Smithers just like I mean, he's been around, like he's seen a lot of things, but maybe he's like yeah. not. Smithers has he seen could some be shit. he could be more he could be more perceptive. But he could kind of be like the the Nana Rose <laughs> of the Lodge family. Like, I mean Yeah, I think he is. <laughs> he is observing everything. I think he realizes that her dad is in jail and her mom is like all she has. So like if for mm-hmm. him to say like, oh yeah, your mom is also like just as yeah, bad like as your that'd dad. be pretty like, fucked up for him to say to a, to child, a fifteen year old. Know? Like that's scary yeah. for her. Yeah, true. They are children mm-hmm. still, so you know it's still pretty. They are still children. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what else happens with Veronica? I feel like, like well, Veronica Veronica hooks up with Archie in the end. We, t- we yeah. touch yeah. on that. So let's talk about the Archie of it all. He's dealing so, with his Archie... parents' divorce. Fred's out of town. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, before we how get do we into feel that, about that? Can we just kind of. Oh, sorry. Oh. Just before we get into that, yeah, yeah, please. Um, the scene where Betty, where she brings Betty pastries, and Betty's like, "Bob, the last time you got me pastries was when you and Archie kissed." And she's like, "Yeah, right." 
like, doesn't mention it at all. I mean, listen, she has bigger funny. issues at the moment, so I feel like I would probably just yeah. be like, no, I don't really care about that right now. I just testified mm-hmm. for my father, which is a huge yeah. thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But now, like, Veronica's part of the Blue and Gold. She's part of this, like, investigation. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I think is very new, because before it was, like, basically just Jughead and Betty. Yeah. Or it was just Jughead. Now it's Jughead and Betty. And then, like, Kevin kind of comes into it at some point. Yeah. yeah. Archie comes into it at some point, and now Veronica yeah. is, like, attaching to it. Yeah, yeah so everyone's Alice now is really in it too, now. Because everyone's she's in the now, shit. like, the supervisor Absolutely. for the Blue and Gold. Yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway, sorry. Um, Ryan, what did you say before I... Really oh, I was just gonna you? say we could, uh, not at all, not at all. I was just gonna say that, um... We could move on to the Archie stuff. It's Archie time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Archie um, time. Yeah, Archie. So much Archie, Archie abs. Drunk. We got a lot yeah. of... So yeah. much Archie yeah. abs. So much Archie ab content. You know, it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we see in, like, the flat... Like, in the beginning, when they're, like... When Jacket's doing his whole fucking chaos monologue, I suppose. Um, you know, the like, the, uh, Project X type of things where they're all wearing, like, the the pig hat and the horse, you know what I mean? I'm talking about, like, the yeah. horse mask thing. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So much abs. So much male energy. Archie gets drunk. Archie's moment. Archie Sorry, I drunk. found it so funny when he's, like, spinning and shit, and I'm like, Archie, we've all been there, queen. He's just, like, <laughs> fucking... Yeah, if I had if ever gone drunk for the first time, if I had ever, I have not, I have not had a drop of alcohol ever in my life. Never. Mm-hmm. But if I had, I imagine it would be, like, that spinning No, scene. honestly, uh-huh. that scene, I was like, wow, been there, Archie. I know, ex- like, the spin is just, like, it made me nauseous. I was like, ugh. Yeah, it came out of nowhere, yeah. too. It just was just, like, this is happening. And we're like, okay, I guess this is happening. I can relate to this. And then he, like, drunk dials Fred. Yeah. We don't yeah. know what he says. And he tries to or get back says, with Val, he too. He says, like, don't get divorced. Yeah, yeah. Which is, like, fair, I guess. But also... If I had gone drunk before, I would know that you always lock away the vulnerables, the people you don't want to talk to when you're drunk. You always try mm-hmm. to make sure that doesn't happen. Yeah, also, Archie's kind of being a little bit immature, I feel like. this. Like, he's a child, so he's allowed to react to this divorce. Child mm-hmm. abs, Absolutely. but, you know, he's, um, you know, like, he he's on this phone with his dad this early in the episode, and he's like, oh, yeah, like, you can't even talk without a mediator. Like, okay, dad, goodbye. And I'm like... You don't understand divorce. Mm-hmm. You are fifteen. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't understand why he's like acting like this is such a huge shock. Like his mom has been out of the picture for two years. I feel like this is kind of shoved his in. His mom to... moved to like Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's where yeah. she is. Like, what did he think was gonna happen? They were just gonna because it's not like she was there for work. Like they obviously separated. Like they kind of shoved you know? it in. Like this is like this is a new plot event when it was like it's new for us, but it's like. That he's been dealing with this for a couple of years. Why is he so, like, Absolutely. angsty about it right now? Like, I don't really understand. Who the heck knows? Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess, I don't know, it's the finality of divorce papers, maybe? Like, it's, like... That's yeah. true. You can kind and of, you, yeah. you can imagine things away until, like, your parents have actually signed stuff that makes it legal yeah. binding. He was probably hoping yeah. that she would come back. Yeah. And, I mean, she does I mean, come she back. Did. She does. She did. Well, she does. But yeah. not knowing mm-hmm. what happens next, I can only imagine that it's because he got lit mm-hmm. and, like, his parents are going to be, like... Archie, come on, man. Like, don't get As lit. Archie says, We're not the party was going to be epic. It was epic. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's pretty epic. I yeah. think I think it's interesting that Archie knows this thing with Jackhead is going to happen, and it, yet he chooses to kind of drink anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like his first instance with alcohol isn't even going to be like a full-on party. Like, he doesn't know the thing with Cheryl is happening. And he's like, you know what? It's time to break into the liquor supply, baby. Like, let's I mean, forget listen. about this thing that's happening with my friend. I'm just going to get 
I'm gonna go wasted. I doubt, yeah. like, you know, like Fred is out of town that much, right? So I'd have to. Fe- I feel like this yeah. is a very rare opportunity for him. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, how often would, like, I don't want to, like, but is it? I'm assuming it's his first encounter with drinking. I'd have to assume you know? he's 15. Like maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know. So. A lot of the kids in this town do weird shit at young ages, so. I could yeah, be wrong. I mean, they got into a club and they were drinking, so it's very possible it's not their first time, right? Yeah, I think maybe Fred's like um, let him have a few sips of beer before, mm-hmm. but this is probably his yeah. first time like getting shit faced. Yeah, yeah, like getting yeah. absolutely shit faced. I think part of him wanting to get shit faced too is like, it's going to be like a social gathering with Jughead, but he's trusting that like since Betty's there, he's handed off birthday like ordeals to her. Like she's mm-hmm. going to be the one managing him for like the first time in like these settings. Like he. Maybe he doesn't feel as like he has to mm-hmm. lessen his own fun for Jughead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's also and he's like, like, oh, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna Thanks. say, um, Jughead's. I mean, uh, Archie's like being very selfish in this situation. Yeah. His first instinct Absolutely. is like, oh, 100%. oh, don't throw the party. But then he's thinking about like his needs, and he's thinking about trouble with his parents and stuff. And then he's like, actually, I want to get fucking drunk. Yeah, he's like, let's, fuck this is it, gonna let's be go. epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and then he just kind of continues like, that. Yeah, yeah, like that moment where I they come and he's like, one like, in the back and one in the kitchen. Let's go, boys, you know? like. Yeah. I mean, that was I think sick. Like part of it's, oh, yeah. I feel like you, That's have, a good line. you have to say that, like, I don't know, people show like, up with two What else are you going to say? House. Like, it's it's yeah. a fun party. Mm-hmm. A fun oh, party. yeah. Yeah. I think part of it's also, like, him seeing, like, when, you, when you're, like, a kid and you see people drinking on screen and they're, like, they don't show the actual consequences and, like, the way you feel. Like, he sees, like, drunk make happy i drink i happy you know mm-hmm. i think that's part of like what he sees i mean it kind of turned like, out I for think... a good night for him in the end i mean yeah. he caught some ass in the end yeah yeah and also he's not hung over at all like he's like oh man but like he doesn't know he gets a sweet he peck doesn't, on the cheek no they didn't show it at all they if he had drank as much as like it showed. There's no way he'd be cleaning. I mean, that it's house. weird because Betty he'd be, like, hunched over in yeah, bed. Yeah, Betty. Betty is hungover, and but I don't even think I saw her yeah, drink. Did Betty even drink? Exactly. That's Crazy. what I. Thought. I don't fucking know. Um, but still, why? Why is Archie like? I think I'm assuming he's like just getting over it. But wouldn't his parents be coming back like the day after? Any like, wouldn't he have like the day to kind of like get like relax a little bit, get over that hangover, and then? It seems clean? like he had at least a decent chunk of the day to like get over it um <laughs> who knows also funny he just hung out with his dog yeah he did which i love his dog but Vegas. um yes he Vegas. also um in the secret um that whole scene with secrets and sins you know he gets exposed for fucking miss grundy and i feel like there wasn't grundy. a big enough yeah. reaction you know yeah so, it was just man? chuck being like oh my man yeah, that was, yeah. That that was pretty much it. all we got I from that they, and then then like being like you have mommy issues you know I guess all the yeah. important characters already knew. Okay. So, yeah. like, like who, who was, who was reaction are we gonna see really? But I again, like, I don't know why the writers were like, oh, you know what's something that we haven't brought up in a while, Miss Grundy. Mm-hmm. Like, it just came out of nowhere. Like, I understand like the Dark Betty thing because Chuck has like this vendetta. Yeah. And like, I feel like it would have made more sense for maybe Cheryl to say something towards like Veronica. I think like, at least more of like a exposing a secret kind of, you know. But like. 
obviously Cher doesn't have enough tea on Veronica, mm-hmm. but Dilton Dwayle's just like, I saw Miss Grundy's car at the Sweetwater River, and guess what? Archie's car was also at Sweetwater River. Ooh, mm-hmm. it just came out of nowhere, and it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. It just kind of existed. Has yeah. Doily been, like, like cleared of the crime? Because it... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because the response that Archie gave made it sound like... This guy has guns, and, like, obviously he was shot by the river, and he no, was I there. I think he was trying like... to, like, deflect, but, like, he has a gun, and they're like, oh, he's a sociopath, it's fine. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> whatever, okay, everyone has a yeah. gun. Okay. I did think what was so funny about that was, like, it wasn't even, it wasn't even Dilton Doily's game. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Cheryl and Cheryl and Chuck, like, they, they have a plan. They know, like, what secrets they're going to expose with this thing. Mm-hmm. And then Dilton Doily was just like, oh, I have something, too. I do, I do. Can I, can I have a turn? <laughs> Please, please, please. Yeah. <laughs> something juicy. Um, but yeah, crazy. That whole scene up there, like, where Archie's just like, gun. Ah, it's fine. Like, shut up. We all know that already. We're just mm-hmm. going to get over, where, over it. It's irrelevant. Yep. But yeah, yeah. That, was, that was pretty I have funny. this, um, this, like, Turning Point USA meme, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's Charlie Kirk, and he's like, he's like, Dilton Doily, you claim to be a survivalist. Yet you died. Um, <laughs> I know that this one, message yeah. is brought to you by Turning Point USA. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're not wrong. Um, do we have anything else to say? I think that covers this very chaotic um, episode. Yeah, there was uh, yeah. there was the Val returning. Oh yeah, that was like oh, yeah. not really important, but you know, yeah. Val yeah, Val roasted Archie, which is so yeah. reasonable of her just being. I'm trying to have a good time with my friends, and you're doing this. But, but is that his house? Like, house. why would you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's his yeah. house. You're gonna run into him. Like, Yikes. yeah. Yeah. Very not a smart move on Valley. Yeah. But again, they're 15. Do they even think? Yeah. Do they even think? Exactly. Oh yeah, with the with the Veronica stuff, we we got to know Hiram a little bit better. This is like the first real, um, like not dialogue because it's written, but the first real like piece of him time piece of Hiram that we're seeing like in this plot. Mm -hmm. And there, I guess we touched on that with the pearls and stuff, but I think that's worth noting because because he comes back in such a big way, and then stays like forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's like. I think it's also interesting that he, like, does not give a fuck about anyone. Like, he's like, mm-hmm. if you don't do this, your mom's gonna get in trouble. And I think it kind of shows, like, how much of a master manipulator he is. And almost, like, sociopathic at that point. Like, yeah. I, like, if you don't do this, I'm gonna fuck you and your mom up. I'm gonna guess fuck what? you and your mom. I'm, I'm still gonna be fine. Like, I'm still gonna be good. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's part, and I think that's why, like, Veronica asks Smithers, like, if my mom and my dad are bad people then it doesn't really matter. But if my mom's a good person, then, like, I think I owe it to her to kind of save her from whatever is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because the wrath of Hiram isn't stopping anytime soon. Like, he oh, went no. for no. instructions. He is probably going to go for the Blossom sometime soon. Like, he's just going. Yeah. Going, going, he's, going. He's on the warpath. With uh, yeah. Sodale, yeah. Fire Lord, Hiram. Yep. Um, shall we, uh... On to the ratings. On to best things. Best fit, uh, I had a, I kind of like Betty, the, the jughead The sweater, sweater with, like, oh, the, yeah. the collar. The, the crown. I feel like you'd wear yeah. that, Sonia. Not the collar, like, the crown, yeah. Yeah, like, that's a fit you would wear. No. You wear that shit all the time. I wouldn't wear that. I mean, I, I might. Maybe I, not specifically I, I, I the, the jughead crown, but I'm talking I, about, I've like, wore, the aesthetic. I've definitely, I've definitely worn a collared shirt with a sweater on top of it. 
Because it's just, but I feel like right now my aesthetic is more turtleneck under sweater. For the <laughs> I feel like that's the same aesthetic color. though, collar under turtleneck. No, no. turtleneck is more edgy. Yeah. It's more alt. Whoa, I'm turtleneck, sorry. Turtleneck with a, <laughs> with a big t-shirt. Clap, yeah. That's like a uh, real grunge. Oh yeah, the short. I think I, I've definitely Cobain worn that fit, yeah. and I don't think it's a bad fit by any means. I think it. I, maybe it's just because it's summer, and I'm like I can't imagine That's wearing true. Like, a, a sweater and like that kind of. No. Fit. But who knows? Maybe I will. Maybe I'll be Betty for Halloween. Andrew. Guys, we all gotta dress up as Betty? the main yeah, four. Yeah, it goes Jughead. Hundred percent. You'd go for a Jughead. Okay, I can knit you a hat. The the thing. I'll be Archie happening yeah i mean you have to i have cause, to because the hair because the hair um, yeah, i'm always happy to be veronica oh ryan so. are, you, are you gonna are you gonna have the pearls ryan yes hell yeah the pearls oh yeah well you could okay, you anyway, should have the cape that was my best fit. Ooh, Ooh, the cape. Cape. Yeah. that's a good fit too but the oh, thing yeah, is veronica that we always mention the cape yeah well the, the cape the cape was one of the best fits in the pilot mm. wasn't it yeah i think yeah. it was best fit yeah um I also liked, um, Betty also had, like, a nice, like, collared, sp- mm-hmm. like, it wasn't, like, it was, like, a gray thing that had, like, a v-neck and, like, yeah. an open collar. That was also cute. But I don't know what was the best fit. I also liked Cheryl's fuzzy coat. Like, that was kind mm. of a fit. Oh, yeah. Cheryl yeah. at, like, the diner where she goes and she has, like, a fuzzy coat and the it's red. It's iconic. And she's, like, picking the cherry out of the milkshake. Mm-hmm. That was also a good one. But I don't think they, like, stand out. I don't think there was, like, a fit that I was like, yes, this is it. Like, this yeah, is the best one. I agree. Which didn't really, there wasn't, like, like a, a moment for me that, uh... Yeah. The only thing that comes to mind is, like, Betty had, like, some good sweaters. But I think, again, that's just, like, my aesthetic. True. I'm down with, like, no one winning. There, if no one stands no out, best we shouldn't fit. give him the award. If no one is the best, then there shouldn't be a person. So no yeah. best fit this week. How sad. Well, no. we could just give it to FP because he's always looking. He's always, <laughs> he's always looking yeah, fly with those flannels. FP is always looking yeah. sly. Are we all down with that? Yeah, I'm down for FP. Yeah, sick. He deserves it. Uh, steamiest moment. Uh, definitely I Veronica mean, and Archie. The Betty, Veronica. Well, there's also Cheryl kissing Moose. And then there's in, also uh, um, Joaquin and um, Kevin kissing. And Kevin. Oh, yeah, Joaquin and yeah. Kevin. But I think, like, Veronica think getting Betty on Veron- top. Betty and... Yeah. yeah. Veronica, Veronica and Archie. Veronica, not Betty and Veronica. Veronica and Archie. <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant. I'm very tired. Vaccine brain. I'm never... <laughs> vaccine brain, truly. I'm going to take a nap after this. Yeah, you Holy do that. Canoli. I will. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm down for that. It was, like, kind of, like, leading up to it, and then it happened where, like cool yeah thanks thanks riverdale um i think for the cheryl moment that line that you're all probably on the same page about that line yeah Uh, could you could you say it again if you ever i would love to (laughs) yes Um, how do tonic bimbos didn't even vote so you stuttering sapheads are too dim to exercise your own rights you've got the combined vocabulary of a baked potato Consider this your last practice as river vixens and your last week as my social handmaids. You're fired on all fronts. That's all. Shoot, bitches. <laughs> and that's called the baked, the combined vocabulary of a baked potato. Uh-huh. That's yeah. a real good one. I'm, I'm done for that. That line was just, like, absolute standout. Like, it yes. happened, and I was like, that's the best. Like, yeah. that beats the I will weirdo line. Like, oh, 100%. Oh, absolutely. complete and utter roast. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely a best Cheryl moment. 
Um, what's after that? We could do like best and worst moment and then go on to cringe factor yes. and overall rating. Yes. Best so moment. Best moment. Best moment. I would probably also do that that Cheryl mm-hmm. moment and the dance and the dance. The battle. dance. Yeah. yeah. But that, I feel like the dance battle could be best moment and worst moment, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty, like, out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like... My favorite moment, moment might have been, like, the 15-second scene between Alice and FP, where she just walks up. It's so brief. It's such, like, a FP! Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. You're, you're still hot. <laughs> it's like... Yeah, but you're, but you're a stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. It was just, like, mm-hmm. a good short scene. But the dance-off was, like, yeah... That was a climax of the episode. I'd, I'd say dance off. I think the worst scene for me was probably the um, Betty singing Happy Birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. It was terrible. Yeah. That was, I was cringing at I that. I wanted to and die. I don't really cringe at anything. Yeah. yeah. There might have been a worse scene, like, with Veronica and the lawyer. Like, just where it, like, less <laughs> yeah, happened. There was just, like, yeah. a lot of that. In terms of, like, writing, but in terms of, like, just, like, oh, are you fucking kidding Yeah, yeah like, that was the worst Serious. That was definitely the worst moment. And then do we want to do cringe rating now, I guess? Yes. Yeah, let's do that. talking about, like, cringe. I'd give this episode a five, honestly. I gave it a 6.2. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It was really cringy <laughs> for me. It was really cringy. Between Jughead, really between, oh, God. I don't know, yeah. probably, like, yeah. a four. Like, there's only a couple moments where I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, fair. Respectable. Entitled... Yeah, I'd give this, like, a 5.5. I cool. think there's just, like, a lot happening that I loved so much, but I was also, like, this is really cringeworthy. Yes. I don't, yeah. I don't love mm-hmm. it. So, we got a 20.7, mm-hmm. which I think is our highest cringe ever thus far. Out of 40? That's a lot of cringe. Out of 40. That's a whole yeah, lot of That's quite cringe. a bit of cringe. Yeah. That's seven I think everything points else is... over half cringe. Yeah. Like, everything we've had has been, like, either just under 10 or just over, but this is in the 20s. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. This crazy. is unprecedented crazy. levels of cringe. The Betty moment was <laughs> yes, unbelievable. <laughs> Only can go higher. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then what are what are our overall ratings of this week's episode? Um, mine was eight point five, just because of how much I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I think personally, Fair. even though it was very cringy, I was like, I love it. Yeah, yeah I would yeah, give this one an totally. eight point seven, just because like so iconic, so, so many, iconic. so many amazing moments. I think this was one of the episodes that like. Maria, that I really fell in love with the show Aww. originally. So. Yeah, so I think cute. so. Like, this very reflects, like, what future Riverdale is going mm-hmm. to be. Like, everything else is still kind of, like, teetering and, like, the normal teen drama-y, but this is, like, Riverdale. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty iconic. Uh, what about you, Andrew? Uh, probably, like, a 7.5. It's still the same show I watched before that I gave up on, but mm-hmm. this episode was quite enjoyable, and I think, yeah, just as a iconic. standalone mm-hmm. product, it was quite enjoyable. Very fair. Awesome. Um, I will also give this an eight point five because I do think it was like a pretty enjoyable episode. Like I had a really good time watching it. But mm-hmm. I wanted I it wasn't over the edge for me, you know. I think that's the best I've given so far for an episode though. Like eight point five is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and that gets a thirty three point two out of forty. Wow. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um Yes, thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you for yeah. joining us on yeah, this thank week's you. episode of Pop Exciting Shakes. episode. It's been lovely you, chatting about this keep, show. Yeah. Are you going to keep watching Riverdale, Andrew? I think I might. I honestly really oh. liked being part of this discussion. You can watch it together. Mm. Aww. Yay. So. Amazing. Couple things. Um, yeah. 
what else is there to say? Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. Uh, listen vaccinated. to a good band. Listen to a good um, band. Oh, Andrew, do you have anything you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, I make my own beer, so you can catch it any time that I do a release. Um, they're usually private releases, so you probably won't get any of it, but... Um, <laughs> Thank yeah. you. It, cool. Keep up to date. Um, Riverdale but wants yeah. to do better. Yeah. That's it for Listeners, today, um, Yeah, take care of yourself. Enjoy um, your days and nights, whatever water, time it is. Stay hydrated. Um, yeah, eat a full course full meal if you it, can. Balance because you deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For sure. Bye. 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 When the truth gets too ugly in Riverdale.